Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the show that keeps you in the know. I am so happy that you are here. Before we get into this week's episode, which does have a guest, a very special guest, I'm so excited, a first timer, she will be back. It's a great episode. I had so much fun. (laughs) I want to thank everyone who partook in this month's giveaway. They will be monthly moving forward. And while this podcast still makes no money, I figure I need to put a tiny bit of an investment in myself to see if I can grow the population of whom listens to this podcast and therefore maybe eventually ROI. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. But next giveaway will be in February. And by the way, and I don't think, honestly, 95% of people who joined the giveaway didn't do the instructions. So thank you, Melanie, for doing that. Melanie, our winner. Um, You have to listen to the show to win the giveaway. And you prove to me that you listen to the show by screenshotting it in your stories. So if you join the giveaway and you didn't win, not the, only one person, that's not the point, but like next time around, only the people who listen to the show and prove it to me are the people I'm selecting from because <laughs> that's my instructions. Anyway. Thank you all for doing that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. As I have said in previous episodes, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for sharing the show, tagging the show, listening to the show, enjoying what you're hearing. If you have any suggestions, please let me know. Leave a comment on this week's picture of anything, any ideas you have. I'm still working on that like structural idea that I discussed. Who knows at this point? I don't know. I share information. I go on a tangent. Maybe I just have a structuralist structure, you know, but anyway. That's all for me. Here's my conversation with my friend. We had a great time. I love you all. Thank you for being here. And thank you for spending party week with me. Enjoy this week's episode. We have a first time guest on the show. I'm so excited to have them on. I love this person so much. We've been through a lot together. The ups and the downs, the goods and the bads, the whole of college. My friend Emma is here. Welcome to the show, Emma. Well, thank you. You're it's welcome. a pleasure. I'm finally here. <laughs> We're finally chatting. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, Emma is not only one of my very best friends, but she's a physical therapist and I have some physical therapy questions for her because I feel like in the new year, we have to fix our posture. And as a PT, is that important to you? Like, would you prefer all your patients have good posture? Um, yeah, I would, but then I'll like, I wouldn't have a job. Um, <laughs> <It's true. laughs> so, I mean, maybe I'll fix all of it. Um, but yeah, and it's an interesting thing because everyone wants to know as a PT, like, what do you see the most of? Well, like, what does everyone come in with? Is it back pain? Is it neck pain? Is it foot pain? And mm. I think collectively we say it's, it's some result of, of posture. Yeah. So and whether that's in the neck, in the back, in the shoulder, in the hip, it usually all connects back to posture. Um, so yeah, I'd love for my patients to have great posture, but I think we've been told certain ways to fix our posture that are not always correct. Um, so that, you know, we tend to overcorrect problems that may not, not necessarily be there. Right. Which keeps us in business too. So, you know what? I can get down with that. Cause like yeah. if everyone was healthy, would I have a job? Mm. See, see, you know, <laughs> may, I mean, maybe, maybe I would like, 
crazy things would still happen. Some things happen even if you're healthy. Yeah. But I, but I get that. I, I think about my posture a lot and I feel like I do nothing about it. Like so I, my quest- I, I try to actively like put my shoulders back and like stand appropriately, but like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know. Right. Like no one knows what good posture is. Like, How would you we- define it? So we, I think of it as like, you're looking to achieve a neutral spine. And that term is so vague because I tell my patients this all the time, like your neutral spine is different from my neutral spine. It's different from, you know, your friend's neutral spine. It's different right. for all of us, but it's this place that we have to learn to, to build an awareness of it and then how to achieve it and how to stay there. Wow. So. Seems harder than just standing up. Oh Yeah. It's a lot of work. Like it's, it's actually a lot of work when we like put people in posture and we're like, see, this is how you're supposed to stand. And they're like, wow, I, this is like a lot to be here. And it is, you use a lot of muscles to stand up. Cause you would, cause yeah, you would think that like being in a neutral spine would be no effort. Like that would be. be your baseline. So yeah. Right. So it is like when we're all born, when we're babies, right. We, we have our neutral spine. We like, it comes with four curves. It kind of knows where it should go. And then life happens, right? Right. We, from the time we're little, we are sitting in chairs and swings and strollers and car seats. And then we sit in chairs at school and, you know, we do all these different things that eventually over time lead to a, our posture that we tend to be in. Is that our neutral spine? Probably not. If you've been spending most of your life in a specific posture which we all tend to do hunched over like I am right now I feel like I mm-hmm. need to like really like be careful of how I sit because you can see me <laughs> I know <laughs> it's my chair yeah. <laughs> okay my feet don't touch the floor in the seat but Ooh, they, they kind of do should. they kind of do what feet flat well you know what happened was so I ordered a desk chair not like an exceptional one because those are thousands of dollars mm-hmm. so I have one of my dining chairs in the office Cause it's like desk height mm-hmm. it doesn't match and it, but like it's, a, it's a chair. Right. But you can make it work for you. Yeah, it's You awesome. don't need to spend thousands of dollars. Well, I ordered a chair on Wayfair and it never shipped. Mm. And I waited like weeks for like a, I don't know, $200 desk chair that never showed up. And I was like, Hey, can I get a refund? Like, yeah, you know, stuff like that mm-hmm. just didn't suit me. Okay. No, we don't have time for that. No. So we're working on our posture. What would you say is number one thing? Like, is it the shoulders back? Is it the hips in? Like, is it just like standing on your feet? Right? Like, is it any of that shit? Like, am I just wrong? Like, <laughs> it's not wrong. I mean, there's, it depends. It depends if you're sitting. It depends if you're standing. It depends if you're driving. It, it all depends on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, But like, usually what I like to start with personally is I like to start at the neck Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of making people aware of kind of where your neck position is. Cause we live a very forward life. We're on phones, we're on computers, we're driving, we're doing all of these things that tend to send our heads forward. So I think if we can pick, you know, one part of our body to adjust and let the rest kind of fall into place it's so much easier than saying I have to put my neck here and my shoulders here and my hips here and my knees here and my feet here. Like, yeah, that's exhausting. 
But if we just start with one, then we go from there. Interesting. Speaking of necks, tech neck is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I read a lot, as you know, because you read a lot. I'm concerned that tech neck and reading neck are actually the same and I'm causing exponential damage. Well, it's not exponential. It can be addressed. So don't worry about that. But it is, it is the same. I think, you know, tech neck or text neck, it's gotten text some play. Neck. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten some play on that, but really it's just this forward head posture. That's what we'll call it in our profession. We call it a forward head posture that we tend to see a lot of people in. So again, it's that head coming forward because we're looking into screens, like on a laptop, you're like shoving your head forward because the screen is so far away from you. And mm-hmm your hands have to be there at the same time. So, but basically what's happening is you're putting your neck into kind of an extreme range of upper extension and then lower flexion. Um, So you're taking yourself to kind of that extreme. So what we need to do is just kind of reel you back from that extreme end range of motion so that, you know, the muscles that are holding you there can take a break because, you know, your head, our heads each weigh about eight to 10 pounds. That's the range. Yeah, depending on how much brains you have. Exactly. And depending (laughs) on how much is hiding up there. Or like how Um, thick your skull is. Yeah. And some people are theirs is very thick. Thick Um, yes. But when you start to lean forward and gravity starts to pull on your head, don't quote me on this, but I want to say the weight of the head goes up to like 30 pounds. (gasps) So you're basically like balancing a 30-pound bowling ball on a stack of pennies that like you like poke one too far you know, like you can kind of push it all over, but sure. So your muscles have to work that much harder to control now 30 pounds of force instead of eight to 10. I've never thought about my head weighing more than it should until this gravity. It's gravity. You know, you know, honestly, what a a bitch. (laughs) I think about gravity a lot. I really do. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I said this on the show. I don't remember, but I saw an interview with an astronaut and he, this, it all ties together. I don't sound crazy. Um, he was like, my whole life, I thought I was afraid of heights. I thought I was afraid of heights, afraid of heights, afraid of heights. But I went on a spacewalk to do some bullshit on the moon or wherever he mm-hmm. was. He goes, I wasn't That's afraid of heights. I was afraid of gravity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's a ruthless bitch. Oh like, my she God, me not, too. She does not care. Do you know that gravity is still a theory? It's not a law. Um, my brother like told me that. Like, that's why I googled brother? it. Brian. Okay. Uh, well, I know. Sorry, Stephen. That's just it's. Fact. Stephen, I love you, but <laughs> Brian would know more about gravity yeah. than the pilot than yes. you know. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that could not possibly like gravity is a law. I googled it. Technically, it's a theory. Still, like you can't prove gravity, yeah. which is amazing yeah. to me, like drop a penny and it's all like hello. Right. I don't know science, physics, nothing I'm good at weird I know I know sometimes I'm like I start saying these things that I'm like man I sound kind of smart and like I actually paid attention in physics like oh who was she every time the Olympics rolls around and the gymnasts are on the uneven bars and they talk about the torque and I'm like yes mm. I know exactly what torque is I could not find another source of torque in the universe if I tried <laughs> but during the Olympics every four years I understand <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever sticks, whatever makes it work for you. I don't know that I actually took physics either. So like my knowledge of torque is like 
none. It, it's what you need, right? They say torque, and you're like, oh, yeah, no, I totally get that. Because cars have life. torque, but it can't be the same as the torque of gymnasts. I mean, it is. You're just looking at, like, a different example of it. See, yeah, my brain doesn't work like that. It's a, rota- it's a rotational force. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. It's all right. That's why you're a nurse. That's not for me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we hate gravity here. Yes. But, like... Oh, also speaking of gravity, which I find amazing. So this is why gravity in my mind is a law. And I know we're on a tangent, but that's just this podcast. Um, you know how like we, when we stand up, we're in the West, Western and Northern hemispheres, right? Of the earth. Correct. Yeah. If we were to talk to someone who's standing up in Australia, from our perspective, they're upside down. Correct. But they're not falling off the earth. Right. And I don't know why that like blows my fucking mind so much. <laughs> like that's amazing. And to I them, mean, there is, and to them, they're we're upside up down. and we're upside down. Yeah. There, I mean, whatever you want to call it, theory, law, gravity, I don't know. There is something that is keeping us on this planet. So we're not all just like floating away. There is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Whatever. Like I, I'm pretty sure Whoever I have a is. listener in New Zealand and like you're upside down. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> at this moment you're upside down. Yes. But I love you, my New Zealand listener. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> I don't Tell know. Tell us what you, you think about gravity in New Zealand. Yeah, like what's gravity like in New Zealand? It's probably yeah. the exact same. hmm I, I hope so. Is gravity otherwise I have way more questions. On any place of earth? No. It shouldn't be. It's always the same, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's atmospheric. Right? That's where you lost me. <laughs> don't know. I don't know. This see, I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. But speak, I don't know. That that's all. Like I gravity blows my mind. People are upside down, but they're not. It it's just it's wild. Yeah. It's kind of trippy. It is. It's kind of trippy. And like the, the ocean keeps all the fish inside with gravity, you know? Like I just mm-hmm. like there's things of this earth that are just so amazing. Like we should probably be more afraid, you know, <laughs> like, you know? Oh yeah. We definitely should be. We were, so was it last summer? I went fishing. So we're on this like tiny yeah. little fishing boat and we're driving. We are t- an hour off the coast, which like, to me, that's a long time in a small boat. How and we like miles offshore were you? fantastic question i mean that's miles offshore if you were going oh yeah yeah and like looking around and i was like i have never felt so small and so powerless because this ocean could eat me oh like and it just kind of like blew my mind for a minute 100 percent. yeah like and i said last week on the show i love the ocean and like the animals that live within Mm -hmm. like i die but like the ocean is fucking scary yes you don't know what's in there and like that doesn't stop me from going in the ocean but like i think about it once i'm in like who am i hanging out with while i'm here right like who's whose world am i living in and that was the other thing too is i was like i they i am on their turf like 100%. the fish own this 100%. i am a vis i'm a visitor and i'm about to reel them in like think about the people that have to go film like for discovery channel like where they are in the ocean to get like the absolutely not the, the, the could not do that job whale footage and the sharks and like the yep. 
you're in the middle of absolute nowhere. Yep. There's a point in the ocean, in the Pacific Ocean called Point Nemo. And I don't know why. It's not named after the fish. It was like named beforehand. It's the farthest like the fish point- was named after that. Yes. It's the farthest point from land on earth. We are closer to the moon than we are this point in the ocean. Because it's so deep. It's not deep. It's far from land. Like the farthest, I'm not explaining it right. Like the remotest point of the ocean from okay. land. Okay. The surface of the ocean. It's so far. We're closer to the moon. That is pretty crazy. It's like, what is this planet? Mm. Like, I'm, t- I'm t- like, it, it blows my mind. Blows it's crazy. Mind. And crazy. I have to actively reduce my husband's carbon footprint. So this planet does not get worse. I don't think Paul is going to be the reason that this planet deteriorates. Did I you disagree. see that? The, the, <laughs> the hole in the ozone is getting smaller. Did you see that? That's because we didn't, we put something, some sanction on China or something, some bullshit from oh, China. Gosh. I and don't they know. Stopped producing a thing and it stopped the ozone. It could be. I don't know that, that, some, that much there's, about there's it. A, there's something in my brain that's like ding, 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 like ding, ding, ding. Tingling. Your spidey senses are <laughs> going is, off. It, someone's listening who's like much smarter than I is going like, you fucking idiot, it's this. But Caitlin would know. Caitlin will know. Yes. Someone leave a comment if you know what that was, yes. please. Please comment on this week's Instagram post. I get no, um, what's that word? Because I don't get it. Um, engagement. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. When I give things away. <laughs> People love free shit. We know that. Also, congratulations to Melanie for winning this month's giveaway. Love that for her. I know. Yeah. Love that for her. A little midweek pick me up. Who doesn't love that? Oh, I know. Oh, my mom dropped a message in my DMs going, "Ah, I would enter, but you know, I'll save it for somebody else. Like, oh, Diane. I'm not going to pick you. Like, Mm. sorry, mom. Like, yeah. Not not that I like actively pick who wins, but I have like scroll. But if I, if I landed on her, she wouldn't win. That's cheating. What are they calling them? Nepo babies? <laughs> Is that the trend now? 100%. Speaking of cheating, I want your professional opinion on something. So I joined a walking challenge. I think I said that last week on the show. I don't remember. And I have to basically like walk 10,000 steps a day and keep doing that. Like I have to meet my like daily goal every day or else I'm out of this challenge. Okay. Today, I didn't have time to walk this many steps. Walk now. Walk now. I'm podcasting. You got a walking pad. I have a walking pad. It's so fucking loud. It's so, you would not hear me over it. It's so loud. But I put my Apple watch on my ankle and I did a 45 minute Peloton ride. Is that just a sweet loophole? Because technically I'm taking steps. I'm, I'm I love moving. your commitment to the cause. I love your commitment to the cause. Is, is that cheating? I, I didn't set the rules for the contest. I would say it counts because it is like movement throughout the day. It's Yeah, it's me. But I, I did not set the rules of like it strictly has to be steps. That's but not for me to determine. But it is a step. It's a paddle stroke. Is it really a step? My foot's moving. It is. And it's on my foot. However, a, a step technically has different health benefits compared to a pedal stroke. So, I mean, if we're really looking at like, if we're breaking it down like that, I could argue that it doesn't count. But for your purpose, I think it does. 
I mean, I'm competing against myself. If I was competing for like a million dollars, would I in good conscience do that? Hmm. Oh, if it's just for you, I think it's fine. Like there's other people in this like walking challenge, but like I compete only against myself and my numbers. Okay. It's not like- So it's like a club. It's like a club. Like no one's going to be like, no one's going to win. And then they're going to be like, oh, well, Kate actually rode her Peloton and that doesn't count. If so, like if I meet all of my steps- for the, I think it's four or five weeks of this challenge, I get my money back. And then the, I share the money of people who dropped out with the others who completed the challenge. Oh. And currently 11 people have dropped out. So like, <gasps> I'm already doing better than them. You're already winning. Um, is anyone in that challenge going to listen to this episode and realize that you cheated? You know what? In fact, I just remembered I invited the head of the group to listen to the show. And mm. Jen, if you're listening, I'm really sorry, but I was stuck <laughs> at a desk all fucking day doing orientation. I couldn't walk anywhere. I was literally chained to a desk. That is not my normal life. And I only had time for this Peloton ride. It was with Kendall and it was really hard. And I deserve this. Yeah, Jen, don't take that on her. She tried. She really and, did. And technically, the challenge is only six days a week. Like I could have let today go. But then you don't want to like be chained to a, another day this week. 100%. And I'm trying this year to be super proactive. Like yesterday I was in the car. I was so tired of being chained to a desk all day yesterday. And I was mm-hmm. like, I could get my medications today or I could get them tomorrow. And then I was like, no, just go get them today. And I like waltzed myself to the drive-thru and like, I feel better about it. I'm trying to be proactive. It's 2023. Like it's, you know, I try and do the same thing where I'm like, I could do that tomorrow, but I really should do it today. Cause then it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. and it is so hard to get yourself to do that let me tell you like I could put these dishes away tomorrow but let me just do it tonight doing the dishes is awful it is I use a lot of dishes also like I've decided like I don't use as many dishes mm-hmm. as Emily Mariko because she uses the world's dishes if you're not on TikTok and you don't follow her you don't know what I'm saying but like yeah. whenever she cooks she uses but yeah, 18, it's, she does. 18 like, billion dishes everything gets its own place there's a guy on TikTok who watches her videos just to count how many things she gets dirty. I need to find him. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> but I feel that way. Like, yeah. I don't want to contaminate shit. I don't want to like, I would never put like a mayonnaise spoon in the mustard. I'd probably rinse it off and then use it. Yeah, but then I'm wasting water. Yeah. So put it in the Which, dishwasher. I'm using the same amount of runs on the same cycle. Okay. All right. I mean, it's, it, again, yeah. Earth's resources. What am I going to do about it? <laughs> Water is really not our biggest concern. That's good to know. Right? That's good. I always tell myself, I'm like, somewhere I heard that water is the Earth's only natural renewable resource. I think I said that correctly. Uh-huh. right it just uh-huh. like it just cycles around it so just, it just it's yeah. with the rain yeah. and the evaporation exactly and the sun yeah. and that yeah yeah so it's use that water nature mm. nature man Water. it's amazing okay that's that on that we've talked about much science i mean are we now that's are what we, you get on a podcast with me are, what we, can I say? are we women in stem at this point <laughs> i mean i guess you have a doctorate of science so like fuck me like you are a woman in stem like that sucks (laughs) that's true i do excuse me and technically my degrees are in science i'm just saying they are you're a master we're science girlies thank you for that okay so we're gonna um 
turf the science talk for now and we're gonna get into some pop culture and while everyone wants my opinion on harry i'm so fucking tired of him i have and this is coming from me who like i can be completely oversaturated with royal content and not complain but like i am over this so i had a patient come in a couple weeks ago and her mom was in the waiting room and I like walked the patient out and I like gave her a little update and she was like, Oh, I'm just watching Megan and Harry. And I must have rolled my eyes to the <laughs> back of my head. And I, I was like, Oh, I'm like, I was like, I, are you interested in that? I'm so sorry. I just, I can't, I cannot give them the time. And I am not nearly as invested in the Royals as you are. I admit that, but I am still exhausted by it. And I just cannot, I, I can't hear one more word about it. It's driving me nuts. The thing I'll say, I, there's <clears> two <throat> reasons I wanted to mention it today. We will, when Caitlin comes back on the show, she is reading the book for us. We'll have a full breakdown. I find this, this press tour, this saturation of stories, this leaks, Harry's on Colbert, all this crap. I find it so hypocritical what he's doing. Yes. And I find it so hypocritical because he not only put text messages allegedly from Kate in a book without her consent. How is that any different than anything the press ever did to them? He's throwing his family under the bus. He's saying horribly crude things about himself, about them. Like it, 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 it's so, it's mind boggling. But like, if you say it, is it does it make it okay? I don't know. So I was thinking about this today because I, I knew we were going to talk about the Royals. Um, and I was like, why is like, what is going on? Like, why is he and like what he's saying and what he's doing? Why are people so taken aback by it, but also so interested in it? And I was like, you know what? Being a Royal is like, it's a profession. Mm-hmm. So like nursing and like PT and like, you know, all this stuff that we do, but they are born into it. Right. And like, he is basically like breaking the rules of a profession where like you or I would get fired if we totally. were going off the deep end like this. Totally. Um, and I'm like, Harry, it's just not a good look. It's not very professional. And that's the best I can say. It is like you were given a job. You were given a role. Granted, you didn't really sign up for it, but like you're a royal. So it, it is what it is. Like act the part, do what you want. And if you don't, want it leave professionally well i think in his mind he tried to do that and all of that blah 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 yeah you know but i also think that he he does not see still how privileged he sounds in anything in any example that he's saying like where is your reality? And I understand that mm. his reality is going to be so different. Right, right. He grew but up in like, a world that we can't even start to imagine. Right. But like, he needs to fire <clears throat> his therapist. Mm. Yes. He needs a new person because I don't know, because I he proofread this, his editor proofread this, his therapist probably proofread it, Megan proofread it. And everyone was like, oh, this is so great, Harry. You're such a hero. For who? Like, yeah. If this is Harry's truth, that's fine. It's not the truth. 
Correct. And I think maybe we, people should have to put that into context is like, everyone's going to, with anything, anyone's going to have their own version of it. This is Harry's version of how it went down. It is not the, the be all and end all. Right. William's going to have his own version. But William's not going to say anything. Right. Is he going to publish it and go on a press tour about it? No. That would be, but that's, yeah. Like what, what if somewhere William wrote a book Mm. and it's called air? Like what if, you know, Ooh, air and spare. Well, and Mm. I saw like this thing on when he was on age school about talking about air and spare, like that is a, a flippant term that people have used for decades. Like right. was was Andrew Windsor spoken about as the spare, spare, spare? I don't really know because I wasn't alive in the 70s and 80s when he was one. But like, I'm sure he was. Um, you follow Gary Gennetti on Instagram. Yes, I do. He posted today. It was um why am I blanking on his name? George. George and Charlotte. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and basically him like joking and being like, Oh, you're my spare. Like, no one has ever thought of the two of them like that but like he's kind of you know like poking fun at the fact i'm like yeah like i don't know even in monarchy it's the whole point right but growing up with them like i was never like oh he's the spare yeah it's like two princes live live in london that's pretty cool right england to wherever they live right like two hot young guys right uh, yeah, it's exhausting. But one thing I did want to talk about before I forget to talk about it was a, allegedly in the book. So I'm not reading the book. I'm not. Mm-hmm. No, Caitlin will tell us. There's a portion in there that Megan said something about Kate having baby brain. Oh yeah, I saw that. And I find that so fucking disrespectful. Like, I feel like that's one of those. And I've never been pregnant. I don't have baby brain. I've had COVID mm-hmm. fog, which I could imagine is similar. Not the same, obviously. But like, I would imagine it's something you say about yourself. I was just going to say the same thing. It's only something that like is okay if you say it about yourself. Right. It's like, she has baby brain. Like how flippant and rude do you sound? Right. You know? Like Like, I think unless you, you're right. Unless you've been pregnant and you know what that feels like, you have no place to say that about somebody. And at the time she hadn't been. And then a year later, we find out you have suicidal thoughts while you're pregnant. So who's talking about mental health? Is it you? You hypocritical arse. You know what I'm saying? Like this, why would you put this in a book? Why would you put this in a book? Yeah. Not something I don't know that I put in writing. I don't know. And again, she proofread this. So she said it was okay to make her look stupid in a book but do you think she thought about it that way or do you think it made her look better no she thought that it made her look better she is no i don't you're right that's true she's like oh i was so funny i'm hilarious and by the way charlotte's dress was too big it did need to be tailored and she did not wear uh what are those things called stockings and Mm. everyone looked dumb there you go because I, re- I really looked at the picture because there was this whole thing about the dresses and they had to be remade, la la. Charlotte's dress was too big. Did I notice it on the day? No. no. Right, you're going to have to go back after the fact and look at it and be like, oh, wow, yeah, then no, when, when I really pick it apart, it's too big. I saw a comment on TikTok. I don't know whose video it was. I don't know who made this comment. I'm sorry. But it was like talking about this dress and this person was like, but in all reality, Megan's dress was too big and not altered well either. 
Agree. Shit happens. I've said that from day one. Yeah. Givenchy did her terribly. Claire White Keller was like, you American piece of shit. I am going to make you suffer. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. It's all alleged. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, I'm... I know I'm contradicting myself when I say I'm so sick of Harry, but yet I talk about it. Some of the it's I, everywhere. I'm I texted saturated. you the other day, and I was like, "It is just all over my feed." Like I, I couldn't escape it if I tried. Like, is there something else happening in the world? Does someone need help? Is there joy anywhere? Is it all just Prince Harry? I'm sure if we did not try that hard, we could find joy elsewhere. Like my Instagram feed doesn't. My Instagram doesn't want to show me any joy. <laughs> you know yeah well you know it's clickbait it is see prince harry everyone wants to be in the know Ugh. he's making his money he's making his money back apparently it's the fastest selling nonfiction book ever um if anyone in my book club listens to this which you probably don't we're not reading it so like don't get any ideas and also like can we really call it nonfiction? like <laughs> okay okay harry okay does it have to be like 50% to qualify? <laughs> Something like it's like a snowbird to move to Florida. Like you have to live there at more than six months and one day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So in conclusion, we still don't believe you. And you made Kate cry and you're an asshole. That's what I think. Protect Kate. At all costs. Mm. She she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She has yeah, she will be. Yeah. She'll be fine. But, like, she must be so fucking annoyed. Like, she must be so annoyed. She must have, like, bite marks in her tongue. Oh. Just from, oh. I wonder if, from like, minute do, you think the, do you think the royals can go to a rage room? I feel like maybe, like, we should we gift them that? They be, would like, need, like, a Harry-themed rage room. They, I hope they have an opportunity to like debrief on all of this because that's a, like, that's heavy. That's yeah, a I saw a thing. I forget what publication it was um, that they have set up a quote unquote war, like situation. Room yeah. Not Harry. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like ugh, the poor queen is rolling over in her grave next to Philip, who is mm. practically spinning at 24 yeah. seconds. Yeah. It's horrible. And here he is. He's creating all this drama and he like just wanted to have be able to do whatever he wanted to do and now he's taking everyone down. Or trying to. It's too much. Okay. Um, moving on to some really pleasant, joyful news. Joy, um, we found it. Uh, we did. We found the joy. I just had to look. Um, it has come to light that the actresses who played Chessie and Meredith Blake for The Parent Trap are best friends in real life. I, I love this. Like, it's what we all needed. How iconic. Like, were they outward enemies? Maybe. Did anybody like Meredith Blake? No. Absolutely not. Did everyone love Chessie? Oh, my God. Still do. But, but I feel like they're two very iconic characters. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think they defined... I don't want to say a generation because I feel like that's a, a big word, but like there is a specific age group of females who you mentioned those two names and they are like, yes, absolutely. I think the parent trap 
is a movie that is 100% adored by all people. Yes. Like, and I think it's so iconic for so many reasons. And like, it's, it's, I'm going to say this, this might be dramatic. Oh, oh, it's a perfect film. I'm not going to disagree. There's not one thing I would change. Okay. Not one, not mm. one thing. No. Yeah, they don't make them like they used to. Th- that's what it is. And I think, and also I think the amount of movies we watched as kids, like there's a lot less, there was a lot less film, you know? Yeah. So, like yeah. we watched, I watched Parent Trap a lot as a kid. Oh yeah. So like, I think we just grew up with Chessie and Meredith Blake which is why I consider every villain like a Meredith Blake in my life. But like, I love their best friends. They've been best friends for 25 years. Like that, that's so good. Does that mean that they like became BFS while they were filming that movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. So love that. Like, like that makes me happier than like people falling in love and like getting married because they worked on a movie together. This is longevity. Because right. And we know like the girl gang is way stronger than any of that. So like 100%. I'm here for it. Here for it. I just... And and both are having a renaissance on TikTok right now with the fashion. Mm. Like you're either a chest or you're a grandmother. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the Meredith fashion is coming back, like the matching fits and mm-hmm. you know the tiny backpack, the jackets and the sneakers, the claw yeah. clips. The nineties yeah. are back in full force. Yeah. Every time I make a chili, I, I think Jesse. Mm. She made every time her. someone gets her ears pierced i think about someone doing it with a an ice you know, cube and a pair but, not you know. not not a few days go by where i don't think of the parent trap for some reason like it's true literally okay i want you to think of a random random thing the most random and i am going to tell you a way oh my god like what, back to what type of thing no just like literally anything i don't even know I'm not, I'm not good at being put on the spot like this. I'm sorry. But there were so many like relevant pop culture references in it that you're like, yes, that happened. That they did that in the parent trap or they said that or this happened. Like iconic scenes. Right. Right. 100%. Yeah. The homes, the fashion, Mm. the camp. I was just going to say camping. The air mattress. The air, the lizard. I think of the lizard constantly because I'm so terrified of lizards. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's where it comes from. It could be. I never Core to... memory. Seriously. Evian. Mm. Evian water had a mm. moment. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that part, I think of this a lot when I'm like winded from exercise. When she's like, I'm going to kill my trainer. He said, I'm in such great shape. I'm like, but you are, but you have no reserve. Because you're mm. snotty. That's why. Right. You're snotty. Right. Yeah. Anyway, they're best friends. I love it so much. They make TikToks together. Like, I, what else do we need? I know. I'm here for it. It's upsetting that there can just... never be a parent trap too. Yeah. But we don't need it. Like, that's what I mean. The movies back then were so good that, like, just leave it at one. I don't need this, like, second, third, fourth, fifth series where they just continually get worse. Because it rarely does the sequel of up to the original. And I stand by that. Except for Father of the Bride 2. Yes. 
the Santa Claus too was also very good. Um, but like rare occasions. Yeah, no, and Free Willy too. Mm. Arguably better than the original. <laughs> Arguably. I'm not even going to try and argue that with you. I know. I know how that's going to end. <laughs> it's better. It's I just bow down. Jesse saves his brother and his friend on a burning fucking boat with a killer whale. Are you kidding me? That no. The passion that you exude about Free Willy, like, I wish I was that passionate about something in my life. It's really, it, if my family listens to this, they're going to be like, oh my God, you have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> no, the, that whale saved lives. In fiction, <laughs> in, in reality, like, that whale saved lives. For those listening, like, that is one of my memories about Kate from college is, like, her passion regarding Free Willy. No, it's true. And I think we watched it multiple times. That's oh really? That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> and then I think we did because we did the Michael Jackson. I did a Michael Jackson routine when he passed away, and you were like, "Oh my god, are they doing the Free Willy song?" That tracks. That I believe. Yeah, myself. yeah. Mm-hmm. We did not do the Free Willy song, but I can't believe did he? No, he died when we were in high school, right? No, we were in college, two thousand ten. Oh my god, we were in college. Yeah. Oof. I think it was 2010. Wow. fall. I think mm. Michael Jackson all the time, too. All the time. Because not- of Propofol? Or because yes. of other things? Because of okay. Yeah. Not that I'm taking it illegally, obviously. God forbid. No. But. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Okay, we had to move on because I could literally talk about it for Willie all day long. <laughs> Opened a can of worms with that one. I. No. I. Uh, it, it's it's the best it's it's tear jerking honestly it's so good okay um just another tidbit of joy naomi osaka has a baby on the way i love that i am like so thrilled for her i am thrilled as well i am still a tiny bit upset she renounced her u.s citizenship Oh, I didn't know that. But that's a personal thing for her, and that's mm. fine. I would love to cheer her on in the Olympics as an American. She's half American, half Japanese. Okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah. But you're having a baby? Good. I don't know how old she is. Not that that matters. Who cares? But I want to say early 20s. Yeah, she's 20. Yeah, 20s. Yeah. Like 22, 24. Yeah. yeah. This is very exciting. I think that she, her baby, is going to be besties with... um olympia williams Honey. yes yeah mm-hmm. yep yeah yeah little tennis babes tennis babies tennis besties olympia ohanian mm-hmm. gonna like like lead the pack of like tennis stars yes kids, yes you know i i could see that i love that because roger federer's kids are a little like they're a different generation like andy roddick's yeah. kids but like olympia ohanian and naomi baby osaka like they're gonna they're gonna bring it they are here for it can't wait do you think it's going to be upsetting to their parents if, like, they don't want to play tennis? Oh, my gosh. We just read. Did you, um, Taylor Jenkins, read? Oh, Carrie Soto is about... back? Yeah. Did you read it? No, it's on my list, though. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's basically, like, about that whole thing that you just talked about. Hmm. So. Okay. I'll let you read it, and then maybe we discuss at a later date. Beautiful. I, hmm. the... <laughs> not to talk about me again, but I played tennis for a long time. And I wish I had kept at it because I feel like I would have been good. It's one of those sports, tennis and golf, I wish I could at least participate in because they're such social sports and like 
I feel like it's fun, like on a nice day to go play tennis or play golf, but I'm like, mm, I do neither. The game of golf, this is going to sound stupid. The game of golf is impossible to me. Like, I know how you keep score. I know how, whatever. But like, I'm supposed to aim this ball at a hole that's 300 yards away? It's like the general area. Like, I, I just, and, and the people that love golf. Like, I, it's a game of strategy. And that's what I think gets people. Right? Like, it's not, it's sure. not, people are going to hate me for saying this. It's not the most athletic sport. Does it take a certain amount of athleticism? Yes. But it is about strategy and knowing how much force you have to, you know, put torque. behind the golf club. Torque. Torque. To, mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it's like, if you line it up this way with the hole, are you going to get it in? If the angle is off, you're not. Like, that's, I think, what keeps the people coming back. Yeah, but it's, they're it's, also, cere- it's cerebral. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I have way better things to do with my time. But would I like to be able to go play nine holes of golf and not totally embarrass myself? Yes. Well, that's the thing at this point. Like, my back is a little iffy. Like, could I swing? Yeah. Would I hit the ball? Don't know. <laughs> Mini golf, sign me right up. But yeah. yeah. But t- I, I, yeah, I played tennis for a long time as a kid. And I like, well, yeah, you went to a tennis club. I never really applied myself. And my coach always told me that he's like, you'd be good if you applied yourself. And I'm like, nah, I just, mm. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no, thanks. But, like maybe in a different life, there's a me that like is exceptional at tennis. I'm sure there is. Back to my book club. Um, we're reading like all these books about like the multiverse. So oh, there, I, I bet you there, there are many universes where you are a tennis pro. But then you have to think about like, if I was a tennis pro, how else would my life be different? I'd be skinny. You wouldn't be a nurse because you wouldn't have gone to college. You would have played tennis. Do you mean I'm a tennis pro like at a club or I'm a professional tennis player? Take your pick. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be professional. Like I'm, I'm, I'm Maria Sharapova at this point. Um, I would argue that my parents would have forced me to go to college. Okay. So I would have a degree maybe, but like, I'm yeah, probably really, but- I'm probably really good at tennis in another life. Like I really you probably are. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I have like a under armor contract and like a contract with. You want under armor? I don't want Nike. Adidas. Okay. Adidas. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's like Adidas. Sure. Yeah. Adidas. I like saw the other day. Other Adidas. Um, Under Armour is like very chuggy right now. So we don't want to go. With oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. <laughs> I had to explain chuggy to my mom. I could be so the funny. face of Peloton tennis. <gasps> yes. I mean. Yeah, it fits. Oh, I would have all the slogans like serving this backhanding this something like, with love oh racket racket mm. it up like i oh oh the marketing oh my god i would i would kill it i would kill you it. have to you have to read carrie soto is back and then we are talking for a full episode about that book okay i will read it because here's the because back to the fact that like i i enjoyed playing tennis that was my whole point in saying this <laughs> i had fun like i liked i played it a lot yeah but as an adult 
unless you have other friends who play tennis and like actively like routinely play tennis Mm -hmm. like when are you gonna play tennis but you like go to a tennis club though and then you meet people who play tennis that sounds like a very like rich thing to Mm, do sound sounds very white collar as it came out of my mouth i don't know that they would take (laughs) me They might kick me out excuse I mean, me elitist athletics will you take me <laughs> can i play with you guys you have a healthcare discount <laughs> i don't even have a racket anymore oh. i gave it to a friend whose daughter was taking tennis lessons oh it was just sitting in my closet like what right. am i gonna do with this yeah. right maybe i'll pick it up maybe like this summer i'll feel inspired yeah in the 110 degree texas heat i'll feel inspired yeah just go out and yeah play on some clay it'll be my mom's gonna listen to this and be like i paid for so many lessons and you didn't appreciate it no i did like i did no she does diane she appreciates it this is what the whole point is that you loved it you had a great time yeah i had a really good serve i recall having a good serve Mm, i could see that couldn't control it but it was Mm. it was good some good force behind it good force yeah Mm. good force uh yeah Maybe. Maybe. You know who would be, I would love to see play tennis. Who? My husband. Uh, yeah, I would he, actually pay, pay money to see him swing a tennis racket. He doesn't, he doesn't love <laughs> golf. Like, he plays it, but he yeah. doesn't love it. I think he'd hate yeah. tennis. Gotta, gotta take him to a lesson. Gotta take yeah. him to a Oh my god. Anyway. um, Let's see. There's other latest news. The Golden Globes were last night. I don't really care. Kevin yeah. Costner did win for Yellowstone. Okay. Which I love Kevin Costner. Who won? Um, I don't know if he did he win best supporting um for everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, he won. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that movie. I didn't see that. Oh. It's good. You have to see it. You okay. So just keep an right, open no. mind when you go into it. I watched it on the plane back from Ireland, and there are some questionable scenes. But I was like, fuck it, whatever. Probably everyone's sleeping. It was like people are naked or like doing drugs or like. Um, like butt plugs. Like it's just, yeah, it's weird. Okay. But it is so good. Okay. Like halfway through, I was like, what did I just get myself into? But you have to just like, you have to watch the whole thing. Okay. Wrote it down. I will watch. Um, I will say the absolute snub to movie of the year, Top Gun, like. Mm. it was movie of the year. isn't that nominated for an oscar though i believe so is it up for best picture yeah and then lady gaga's song did not her song ha- we still have the oscars her song was my spotify song of the year i am um, obsessed with that song yeah i have a friend have you met zach no my friend zach mm-hmm. he also is obsessed with that song no that song is like yeah that's yeah. stunning stunning mm-hmm. song i think it's part it's part of lady gaga's best work to be fair do you think it's better than shallow okay i'm gonna say something that is wild <clears throat> i'm here for it i'm all ears i did not see a star is born okay neither did i oh my god it feels so much better <laughs> i didn't see it and i've never seen any version of a star is born okay and I, I know how it ends because people tell me because it's the fourth remake yeah. of this film. I don't want to be sad and I know it's going to absolutely kill me. Right, yeah. No, I agree. And when people are 
like, oh my gosh, I have to watch it, but it's so sad. Immediate turn off. I'm not watching it. Right. Like, oh, Just it's so sad. This and that, la, la. It's like, I don't want to suffer. If I watch a movie and right. I happen to start suffering, I'm already in. Right. So I find the song Shallow great for a first listen. Can I listen to it repeatedly? No. Okay. All right. I can listen to Hold My Hand endlessly. I think the I think the actual instrumental of the music is much more dramatic than shallow. I think it's better than shallow. Yeah, I think it's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I do. Do I enjoy a good shallow karaoke moment any day? Sure. But I think sure. truly the song Hold My Hand is better. And I, I loved, I, th- I think part of the reason I love the song so much is I, I've watched the movie a lot. I purchased it on, on Amazon. Like, mm-hmm. that's a secret. It's woven into the film at very emotional points, which I know is on purpose, mm-hmm. but like it makes listening to the song so much more emotional. Right. Cause like, yeah, cause like triggers that part in your brain. That's like, remember when the song was playing and then this thing happened? Yes. Because yeah. to me, my perspective of this song is it would be Tom Cruise singing to Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. That's always been my perspective. It has yeah. nothing to do with yeah. Benjamin. It's always Tom Cruise being like a father to Miles Teller. Right. My only critique with Top Gun Maverick is that I wish, I wish at the end, like, you know how in the first one, they get out of the planes, they're on the carrier, they're all Iceman and Maverick, like, yeah, yeah. bullshit. Like, and they say, you can be my wingman anytime. I haven't seen it in a while, but yes. I wish that Miles Teller said to Tom Cruise, you can be my wingman anytime. Just tie it all in. Which I feel like they didn't do that on purpose because of Al Kilmer. And I can respect that. I can respect that choice. Yeah. Yeah. That, but I that's wish, yeah. I wish instead of like looking at one another and like not saying anything, like I wish there would just been a little bit like, yeah, just a little bit, but it's, it's fine. It's fine. Nobody asked you, but it's fine. That's right. No one, no one gives a fuck about what I think. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, shifting gears completely because we have to talk about this, and my timer is almost going mm. off. Five minutes. I set a timer because, like, oh gosh. I will keep you here till like eleven, and you have a very important job, and you have to sleep. So it's fine. I mean, I was like, oh yeah, we had, could talk for like five hours and no, we, still be talking, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um. Let me see. Let me, let me find the appropriate article because I don't want to like mm. out of turn. But recently, I think in quarter four of last year, Bob Iger is back as CEO of Disney. And he is now rolling back, in quotes, theme park price hikes that happened under Bob Chavik. Those include pass holder photo like paying for pictures when you're a passenger, mm-hmm. you used to never have to do that. Now that you had to, you had to, um, there is something going on with the days available. There's something going on. Oh yeah. 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 With like other things like price hike, price hike, price hike. The tickets are not getting cheaper, but it Correct. seems you're getting more for your money. Like you used to. Right. So it still is costing more to just get into the park. But once you're there, there's more included. Yeah. So to say, but I feel like, you know, with those little magic bands, it's like Monopoly money. Um, 
Well, and at this point, like what's not more expensive? Right. Inflation. Like we're all living in it. Like the breathing air is more expensive at this point. Right. Like, but I, somebody was saying like how expensive those park hopper passes were. It is unreal how expensive that is. Yeah, it's true. Like hundreds of dollars per person per day. Right. It's and true. like to think about these, these families going for vacation, like how do you do that? I just don't know. Well, and what I've, and, and again, I'm a six out of 10 Disney person and I'll die on that hill. You don't need to hear that from me. Cause you accept me as that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have seen over the course of the last, I don't know, five years, you know, how you see those commercials, like visit Disney parks, stay at a Disney resort yeah. for free. I don't see those commercials anymore. No, that's and, true. You don't and see them while they're not paying for advertising. Do they have to No, but like I, what I what I would assume is that people are either doing without a lot of things at Disney or they're saving more money to go to still go. Yeah. Like they're, they're not yeah. they're not conceding their trip to Disney. Well, I think like people are going to go to Disney regardless of how much right. it costs. It's an experience. Right. right. But do I think I mean, I think that's about a, a lot of things like. Are they taking advantage of this inflation and just saying like, oh, we've raised our ticket prices in order to make up for this experience that we're providing you? Like, yeah, I think they are kind of like nickel and diming people. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, you're going to pay more to fly here and you're going to pay more to stay here. So let's just tack on an extra $50 to your park opera pass. Like, yeah. But I, I will say, and this is not directly in support of Disney, it is a pristine experience the parks are clean Mm -hmm. as fuck the food is pretty good considering for what it is you're entertained every second you're somewhere correct i mean you are paying for the disney experience right and it is i don't i mean i'll say this after just saying they charge way too much but you can't really put a price on that full experience of being there but I just, I'm like, people are going to go. Why are you going to charge them more? People will go. Right. They will spend money in your parks. They will buy souvenirs. They will buy the pictures. Like, You're right. nothing's going to stop someone from going to Disney. Right. I don't think so. Yeah. Like, if I'm going, I'm going to pay for a park pass, whether it's $250 or $300. Right. Well, they would probably make more money if they kept the ticket prices the same adjusted the days a little bit or something like that yeah there's my timer um adjusted the days (laughs) to like give you an extra day in a park because you're going to spend money in the park you buy food you buy ears you buy what you buy an umbrella right again you buy a fan when it's hot like right like you need it they have it and you're going to spend the money on it Mm -hmm. but if you let me go to multiple parks per day whenever i want if i truly can hop around that park I'm going to buy a cup here, a t-shirt here, ears here, lunch here. Like you're going to make up that $50 plus some. Right. I, I think so. Yeah. How, and that's my take on economics, but you know, (laughs) we are women in STEM. STEM. We are women in finance and we are women of this planet. (laughs) Just here to solve the world's problems. That's us. I, yeah, and as someone who has spent over the course of their life thousands of dollars 
in and around a Disney park. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you, Bob Iger, for this, whatever you're giving us. But it doesn't matter. Right. And again, it's not only for the pass holders. Isn't that like the people who have like. Yeah. Like there used, to be, there used to be different tier. There are different tiers yeah. having a pass and then like you get yeah. things for free. Yeah. Sure. But I'm already paying free. the pass. Like. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's what I mean. Like nothing's ever free. Like you're still paying for it somewhere. No, nothing's ever free. Right. And like how much money is it costing them to like print those pictures for you? How much are they? How much are they? paying the photographer to take them right right probably minimum wage like and how much are they paying the for lack of better words computer engineer to put them on a to put them in software to put them on my phone like right it, it, it can't be that much like right there's no possible way for what they're for the markup compared to what they pay their return on that has to be stupid i would love to know this is one of the things i'm going to ask god when i die because like it's obviously a secret Mm-hmm. I would love to know what Disney does to avoid having lizards in the park. That is a great question. Because there is not one bug, lizard, strange animal, strange bird. There is nothing. That's true. Like, I They're probably paying out the ass for some sort of extermination protocol. Yeah. That is maybe questionable. I don't know. But it's Disney, so no one questions. Right. No one's like, oh, where are your ants? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Maybe there's like a secret dome above it that we can't see. You know what? There probably is. There probably is. <laughs> like, you want to like watch it's, that? It's like its own district of the Hunger Games. It's like, God, it's all like. Oh my God, shine. it is. Yeah. It is. It's the capital. That's what it is. It's the capital. <laughs> we cracked the code. Here we are. Call me Katniss. Honestly, like <laughs> it's all good. Actually, yeah. I guess Disney's Katniss is Merida, right? The Scottish girl. Oh, this is not my forte. And brave. The redhead. Sure. She sure. Has a, she has a bow and arrow. Okay. I think. I'm a little behind on my um, Disney here. That's okay. Oh, I watched um, Enchant. No, Disenchanted. No, no, no. I watched oh. Encanto. Okay. With Ella, um, on our last vacation. Mm-hmm. So pre- such a premium experience. Such a premium experience. One. It's. Really I should cute. watch that one. It's really cute. Yeah, that's that's all we have. I mean, it's not, but like it is. Well, correct we could like, go on i have to let you go and i hear paul like making weird noises and i know he's hungry and i'm the chef in this mm. house so oh yes we're having Stomping around maybe i'll make mickey pancakes because we're having breakfast for dinner oh that would be very on brand for what you we know just what? finished I, talking about i'm gonna do that and see if he says anything <laughs> i feel like he'll notice but maybe not saying this is like a little like maybe maybe not like yeah no. Oh, here he is. Hi. Hi, Paul. You want to say hi to Emma? Hello. Oh, Hello. He, he doesn't want to be heard. Like, you're not. Oh, he was heard. He was oh. heard. She... heard <laughs> you're seen. on the podcast, bitch. That's what's up. <laughs> After all this time. <laughs> oh, he's making his debut. Now he's making a lot of noise, and now I'm going to have to hang up because, like, he's going to irritate me. 
yeah he's making his presence known okay say goodbye to the audience but i won't hang up on you bye everyone you coming on the show you'll be back yes we have much to discuss Yay.